Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and with me, as always, is my lovely wife and co-host, Jessica Carter-Ogle. Good morning, everybody. Hey. Hello. How are y'all? Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whichever it is. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah. Whichever. Get it right. I knew what I was saying. You guys should see his face when he's doing his intro. He's like, a, <laughs> He looks like a little kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> When he's doing, he's just staring at me, all googly-eyed and excited. I get excited. I like, I like doing this. This is I know. fun. I know. Like it's a, it's a blast. I just I have want a really them to time. try to visualize what I see. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, hey, here we are. Here second we are. podcast of the year. It's yeah. still a little brisk outside. It's not as cold as usual, but uh, for Michigan. But man, it's it's still chilly 30. out there. That's pretty standard, I think, for. I was going to say December, yeah. <laughs> January. For January. But yeah, no, we're uh, rocking into the winter, rocking yeah. into the new year, as they say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good times. I feel like this year already, so it's only January, I don't know. <laughs> it's January 8th. Yep. And I feel like Stephen is already solidifying the fact that this is going to be the year of the concerts. I mean, yes. And for those listeners, it is January 10th. But yes, we are January 8th. Yes, the year of the concerts, we are rocking. Well, we'll release it on the 10th. Oh. Uh, We are rocking the concerts this year. I, man, there's so many happening that, like, I can't even, I can't even keep track of all of them. As you all know, you've heard us talk about sharing the calendar before because I've been mocked senselessly. Yes. And I woke up one Sunday or Saturday morning and had, like, 15 calendar notifications <laughs> of all these concerts and i'm like oh my golly like i'm like i can't we can't go to all of these shows actually no i only had a couple notifications and i looked them up to get ahead of him to see the prices to see the everything and then i said i saw you put two and he's like oh i really i put like 10 you didn't get all and i was like oh my gosh so there's like 10 calendar notifications of concerts that we don't have tickets for so they're just in there holding space and i'm like are we going to go to these? Like, can you distinguish between ones we've bought tickets for and ones we haven't? Like, what are we going to already this year? Um, You're going to more than me. I am definitely going uh, to more than you. If, to- I, if I pull up my calendar real quick. Um, well, together we're going to Sierra Hall. Yeah, we're going to see. Well, I'm going to see with Ricky. I'm going to see Fit for a King yeah. and August Burns Red separately. Yeah. Um, that's in uh, March and in uh, May. We're going to see Kenny Wayne Shepherd in March. Yeah. We're going to see Sierra Hall in March within yeah. two days of each other. Yes. Um, we are looking at seeing Selwyn Birchwood again. We are going to see that. They're just not on sale yet. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, there's other artists that are coming. Sullivan King's coming. Kingfish is coming. The Arctic Monkeys are coming. I mean, like, it's, it is it is just an absolute free-for-all of I'm, music. Norma Jean's coming, and I haven't. I haven't bought the tickets for that yet, which I need to buy them because Ricky and I are supposed to go to that show too. Like, yeah, confirm that with him, and then like, oh my and gosh! And then for me, like, my mom and I just bought tickets to see Chicago the musical, yeah. so we're excited about that. Like, I like to have my musicals on deck. My musicals are starting to dwindle, so I had to get another <laughs> one in there. So the year of you know visual and audio events, I guess. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're going to see a lot of shows this year. Bands are starting to tour again. Yes. yes. Which is exciting. Yes. Um, and in the case of Fit for a King, they released this week, they put out uh, they put out a, a social media post that had uh, five songs listed, and they were like, 
were doing our longest set ever because they're headlining their tour oh, for yeah. their new album, The Hell totally We Create. Not. And um, they put out five songs that are on the set list, and they're like, we're doing our longest set list ever, but we I just wanted to share this with you because I can't wait for you guys to see to experience this section and it's like four song five songs and three of them are off the new album and i i i can't we'll be talking about that album next week i cannot wait like fit for a king is gonna absolutely like melt melt people's brains there's oh it's gonna be so good well i'm also happy that you and ricky are going to some shows which means i don't have to go to some of them yeah because i just i i don't want like you're not going by yourself that's just not necessary i mean i I totally would i know and i've done it in the past it just feels weird i've drove all the way to grand rapids to see noah gunderson i've drove all the way to grand rapids to to see um uh zomboy i would have gone to both of those shows yeah i like zomboy zomboy is so good um but yeah, and then Sullivan King, he's he's dubstep, but he also is a former uh like he was in a metal band, so he put pl- he plays guitar. So he does all this dubstep stuff, but he takes his guitar with him too yeah. and he shreds over it. It's so I started fun. Listen- so what I've got to do, it's like every time we put something in the calendar, I have an assignment. <laughs> so I have to like then look up the artist and listen to them to see if it's something I wanna see or if he needs to find somebody else to go with. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. So I started listening to a little Sullivan King. But what what I like about it is they're all smaller venues yeah really lesser known artists that don't have as big of a following as for instance the taylor swift Ticketmaster debacle even luke combs is getting to be crazy like that like pink is coming i'd love to see pink but i am not paying 200 dollars for a ticket like i'm just not doing it and who else um metallica they'd be so fun to see but no i'm not paying these prices no. when you and i can go to two more intimate setting shows for the price of like one of these big ones. And the Kenny Wayne Shepherd show, he's doing the 25 year anniversary of his second album and he's playing it in its entirety. And in my opinion, it's still his best album. It's so, I mean, it's so good, man. It, I can't even, I can't even describe and I can't wait because I've never seen Kenny Wayne Shepherd live and he's, I think two years or a year older than me. And i was a fan of him with his first album when he put it out when he was 16 years old and I was 14. You'll have to send me that album because I haven't received my assignment yet for that (laughs) concert. Yeah. um, uh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd is, is one of the best guitar players in the world and has been since he was 15 years old winning competition, blues competitions. The kid has played with everybody. He's toured with everybody. Um, I will say I do. He does that. uh, He used to do that tribute tour that was a tribute to Hendrix. Mm. Where it was a whole bunch of artists, and they all they did was play Hendrix songs. Like, man, he is so insanely talented. I cannot wait to see him. I'm hoping that we get a Kit Morin this year. I hope that he tours because I feel like he tours every year. I hope and he I'm, releases a new album. Yeah, and I hope he tours. And I'm still just eternally saddened by the fact that we aren't going to see Rage. It's still in our calendar. I can't bring myself to delete it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was going to happen. So that's sucky. And I just, I worry that when they finally tour, the tickets that we got for a total of $290 are going to be $590 and we're not going. And the seats that we had were amazing. I know. The ma- you splurge on seats. one thing in your life and get some good seats. Yeah. I mean, actually, he- I wouldn't consider that splurging on one thing in your life. <laughs> Oh, well, now that I what think do you of mean? it, what do you Steven mean? Steven thinks 2023 is a splurging free for all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on New Year's Eve, I purchased the uh, PlayStation 5. Y'all, 
If, if you all got together, you nerd alert gamer people, if you all got together and protested and said, no, we're not paying all of this money for something that really doesn't even have any more space than the thing before it, they couldn't sell it for that much. Unite. Well, the problem is, is that there, it's astronomical. The problem is, is that there was a chip shortage. And so there you go. There was a I'll price give hike. them a chip shortage. <laughs> so, yeah. So I set that up yesterday. Um, and I must uh, had a heart attack when you bought it. Oh no, she had a panic. Attack. I had it anxiety. Was oh, it was it was. She was she was having a cold sweat. It's, it's hard it for me, and I think I've talked about this before. It's not the spending money. It's hard for me to spend a lot of money on something that I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like why we've got a three, a four, a five. I don't like. I don't get it. And I'm never going to be one of those wives that gives him, like, crap and is like, no, you can't get anything. That's not it. It's just, like, I get the anxiety of, oh, my God, you were spending that much money on that? On that thing? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Uh, Man, gaming gaming is fun, man. I'm not, like, one of those avid gamers where they're, like, gaming, you know, all the time or they got a Twitch channel and all that. I don't don't do any of that. I don't care about sharing my gaming. Um, I really don't care about online gaming so much unless the game has some features for it, which I've done with various games like um, the Mass Effect games that are first-person shooter and you, you get in and play online with other people and teams and stuff. I, that kind of stuff is fun sometimes, but I'm more of a I'm, I'm more of a single-player guy, so I like playing like the Batman Arkham games, The Last of Us, uh, the Bioshock games, stuff like that. Um, back in the day, I played all the SmackDown games when uh, WWE was releasing those. Um, on PlayStation One and PlayStation Two, and eventually PlayStation Three. Um, but those games, those games were so much fun, the, especially like the SmackDown Know Your Role, SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. Those games were so much fun to play. I will say it made me feel better when he said he's going to get the PlayStation Remote as well because we have a Roku. I don't know if y'all have had issues with the Roku's. Last year there was a big issue with. Every time I'd turn it on, it would say there was an HDMI issue, and I'd yep. have to unplug the HDMI and plug it back in. That seemed to resolve itself, I think, with updates, knock on wood, because I haven't had that issue in months. Um, but we have an issue where our remote freezes, and you can't pause, you can't play, you can't whatever. You have to take out the battery, switch them around, or just roll them back and forth, and it's just kind of frustrating. And we've we have... It's happened to the Roku that's upstairs. It's happened mm-hmm. to the Roku that's now in front of the treadmill because yeah. it used to be in the living room. It's happened to the one that's used to be in the living room before I brought it downstairs yesterday. Um, all three of those Rokus have had that problem. So he set up the PlayStation with the remote and all of our apps. So it is streamlined, like the items that we have on the entertainment center. And I'm hoping that, you know, and the functionality is pretty easy. Yeah. So, you know, I will utilize it. That makes me feel better. Yeah, about such a purchase. Yeah, their uh, their remote is pretty much um, a copy off of the Roku remote, just a little bit more. It looks like a PlayStation. Yeah. Controller instead. It's so. big though, not in a good way. Yeah. Like I don't know why it has to be so big. Yeah, I I don't understand why they uh, made the PlayStation like the PlayStation Three. Uh, was small. The PlayStation 4 was a little bit wider. The PlayStation 5 is wider. It's like they've gotten bigger with each one. And, like, the space, like, the storage on the device is not that. It's the same. What That's amazing to me. When you told me that the 4 and the 5 have the same space, like, then what is the upgrade? Okay, graphics, I get it, and how the console itself actually looks, but 
and the speed. Like they upgrade the processors and all that kind of stuff. Um, you also got these new like rubber silicone covers for your joysticks that are like almost like gripper or they're like textured. Yeah. So we'll see how those work out. Yeah. But I mean, I like let's kick it, kick it back. I'm a Nintendo girl. Like I want a real <laughs> Nintendo. I wish one of us had kept or my brother. Does my brother have it? I, I don't know. A regular Nintendo. Like that's my jam. You put in regular Nintendo, you toss in a little game of anticipation, and I could go all day. <laughs> Set up like a Trivial Pursuit board, guessing your pictures. The anticipation was amazing. Little, uh, little uh, for me, it would, would have been a little uh, Tecmo Bowl, a little Tecmo Super Bowl, maybe some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Ooh. arcade game, Ooh. which my wife bought me the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga edition where it's all the turtles games for playstation 4 so i'm excited about that nice i also was a big um wheel of fortune very exciting i would play that on yep. nintendo and then just go all the way back to like you know oregon trial action in computer class at school and yeah. um we used to go to this restaurant my dad loved called turtle soup and they had a pac-man machine <laughs> and i remember just sitting there and playing or standing there and playing that pac-man machine all the time i wasn't a huge like gamer that was my brother's territory although i know i've said before like we got like super nintendo one year as like a quote-unquote joint gift for christmas <laughs> okay yeah but um <laughs> and i also really loved duck hunt duck, duck hunt, hunt was, was straight up the best like when we were in paris they had a couple nintendos at the pawn shop and i was like if they could let us like plug it in and test it like i would totally think about getting one yeah, if they could, would let us test them, but yeah. I, I don't think they do. Um, Tetris was one of my oh, games. I love um, Tetris, and I, and I tried to down, I tried to play Tetris on my iPhone, and I, I I need the button, man. I need I need the button to click. Mm. I can't do it on my screen because it, it. That's just, the only game I have on my phone. Yeah, Tetris. Yeah, I used I used to have that. I got rid of it because I just couldn't play it. I think we talked about this before too. Punch Out was big in our house. My brother Mike and my Tyson's dad both punch loved out. Punch Out. My dad, like my brother, would go to bed at night because he was a kid, you know, third grade or whatever. And my dad would sneak into his room and sit on the edge of his bed and play Punch Out, and would like wake him up and be like, "I beat so and so," and my brother would be like, "Awesome," and roll over and go back to bed. And I'm like, "This is the reality." <laughs> and I remember my brother playing NBA jams because I remember the feet getting on lighting on fire when yeah. they were like on fire yeah tr- which i have that, that game was so cool i have that game for my playstation 3 which is why i've never like got rid of my playstation 3 because i've got that version and it's nowhere else now you can't play it anywhere else unless you get like one of those nintendos with all those games and stuff although the graphics nowadays like you play last of us if i glance at it real quick i'm like those are like legit people aren't they not animation yeah although it's so amazing I, there's nothing like, I, maybe it's just the nostalgia. There's nothing like those little NBA jams guys running around or seeing some more, actually seeing the pixels more because yeah. it's not as like, you know, totally like streamlined pixelation. and Yeah. Like I can't wait to pull out and, and play uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Yeah. It's, like I might play that with you. I can't wait to see what it looks like. He got a second controller. He was like, should I get a second controller? I know he wants me to play something with him. Well, there's that. And I there's feel also, like good luck to you, my friend. There's that. And there's also like eventually like over time, the batteries, you know, don't yeah. last as long and you need to, you know, I don't want to be stuck in the middle of my game and the batteries are dying. So uh, like 
then I'm. It's a 50 50, I guess, on me and, and then I'm sitting, battery death. And then I'm sitting five feet from a TV because it's plugged into the PlayStation. Well, he's buying the whole PlayStation, the charging thing, all this stuff. And he's like, well, I can hold off on getting the second controller. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> At this point, just get the controller, you doof. Yeah. So, and then I moved the four downstairs and. I, I realized because uh, the TV I have downstairs is a much older TV. Uh, the pixels that it sees are not, man, some of the stuff looks old. Like looking at just the menus on the PlayStation 4, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can see I all the I feel like it's pixels. not as bad as he thinks, but I do see what he's saying. It looks almost like some of the words almost look like an outline as opposed yeah. to like a full word. Yeah, it looks like you're seeing the word and like a shadow of the word uh, for everything. Yeah. It's like a... And also, just a shout out to Mario. Classic Mario. There was nothing like those like little... Um, little shop of horror plants opening up with their teeth <laughs> or jumping on the little like pipes and stuff like yeah do 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 <laughs> i'm not even sure if that was right man i wish i had that for a blooper <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great blooper at the end of the podcast oh my gosh that's awesome uh yeah mario was amazing i loved Mario. i bought um or we bought my brother for christmas this year um i bought him like a set of these nintendo coasters and each coaster looks like a game cartridge yeah and it's a different game yeah and that's cool yeah but yeah so playstation 5 i'm still playing last of us uh it's gonna take me a while to get through that game but, yeah, you uh, haven't technically played anything on PlayStation Five yet. No, I imagine no, I'll I be going moving, to bed alone this week. Yeah, <laughs> I was moving all my data over. Like I'll play tonight, but like I yeah. was moving all my data from my PlayStation Four over and all that kind of stuff and games and stuff. I've got like six games right now lined up to play after I get done with Last of Us. So yeah. <laughs> I got enough to go I for think a while. We were both tired last night. I yeah. was tired. Um, my brother came over Friday. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of food that day and i think i had like three vodka sodas and they hit me and um but he came over and hung out which was fun and i hadn't ha he hasn't come over in a while just like just him yeah we do a lot of stuff with the family but it's like you know i want to spend some time with my brother too so yeah it was good to th that see that was fun i got to see him actually twice so um because I did burgers with him and your dad on Saturday. Which yeah, cool we um, divided up by genders yesterday <laughs> for the family. So um, my I went to see my favorite musical of all time with my mother, Les Miserables, yesterday. Les Mis is by far the best musical ever to have graced the stage. It has romance. It has action. It has adventure. It has drama. It has humor. It has everything. If you guys don't like it, I don't know what's wrong with you. And if you haven't seen it, go. It is so good. Yesterday was probably the fifth time I've seen it. I cried thrice, even though I knew everything that was going to happen. I had been listening to the soundtrack for two days. I was so excited. And since Hamilton didn't go over big with everybody, I was like, I really hope my mom likes Lee Miz. And she did. She even told me, she's like, I got choked up at the end. And like it was it's just the best musical. It's about the French Revolution. It's about pulling yourself up. It's about rising above your circumstances. It's just so uplift. It's like a the whole thing is like a crescendo. So it's about the French Revolution. You don't have subtitles at the theater. So how do you understand? Do you know French? How do you know what they're saying? You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an actual idiot. <laughs> they give you one of those earpieces like in the uh, UN where you, they translate for you? I'm actually thinking about getting this um, 
broad original broadway recording on vinyl Mm -hmm. because i just that's one thing i don't have on vinyl or any of my um musicals and this one is so good like i would go see it again i think it closes excuse me today it might be the last day so um but i love it and my mom and i like i said got tickets for chicago today so i've got jagged little pill curious as to how that's gonna go but i mean excellent album so we'll see i mean i've heard a little bit of the girl singing uh oh i haven't i heard a bit of it i can't remember i want to say actually i think it was at the uh rockin new year's eve of 2000 uh 21 into 22 how was it Alanis Morissette was there and the girl that was on Broadway in New York because they had just opened yes. was there and it sounded pretty good I remember that yeah. yes so yeah so Molly and I are going to see that my mom and I Chicago we've got another round of Nate Bergazzi coming up Woo-hoo! we'll talk about that more which is so we we bought tickets for Nate Bergazzi best comedian ever obviously <laughs> listen to him if you haven't and it's April 30th and then we, if you guys recall us talking about Aunt Melanie, thinking about maybe doing fish fry instead of Christmas for the family in Paris, and that is the same, that is a Sunday, and that is normally when we would be at fish fry. Yeah. So I panicked, and no offense to anybody, but I was like, well, we're not going to fish fry. <laughs> Steven's <laughs> like, wow. So Steven put on his thinking cap as I panicked to get us our, finagle our dates a little bit and change some of the stuff we're starting to see a trend just panics well i was like i am not because he's like we're gonna have to sell the tickets and i was like no we're not we're not going to paris that's like like, i guess we're not gonna be able to make it no we're going so we got that and then i think that's everything everything on the docket on my end all the concert stuff is on his end but yeah uh i don't know i'm glad she can do musicals with her mom because i'd rather i'd rather not musicals don't do much for me I, i've talked about Ham- hamilton love it hamilton's great um man it's hard for me to want fi- it's hard for me to find anything that i enjoy after seeing hamilton well there's gonna be some that you just go to because you're going like for instance <laughs> the neil diamond musical opened on broadway oh boy and my dad and my mom wanted to go and my brother expressed interest as well and so obviously steven's going oh. so I went to Zayo. Nuff said. <laughs> I went to Cats. Nuff said. That wasn't my fault. That was just wow. legit. That was, I wouldn't have been my first pick. Sorry, sorry, listeners, if you're a fan of Cats, this guy, I like the animals. Cats, the animals, cool. Cats, the theater play, hard pass. I'm a little disappointed in the lineup for Broadway in Detroit this year. There's like Beetlejuice. There's some things I don't know about. There's one musical that they haven't released yet, and I'm really, really hoping it's one I want to see because I don't really want to see any that they have released so far. I've seen Wicked. I didn't love it. like, So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, you to kind of segue. Wait, wait you saw Wicked? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Why? I don't know. All I right. just didn't think that would be something you'd go see. I will see any of them. Okay. I will go see any one of them once at least. Interesting. Um, going back to, you said our battle of the sexes yesterday. So that was me and my mom. We went, we got there early, did shops in the Fisher building, had a glass of wine. It was just a really nice afternoon. Yeah. Um, 
We did uh, the the burger spot in downtown Plymouth, a nice uh, mom and pop burger place. Oh, that place is good. Man, it's so good. They have one size for their chili cheese fries, which your dad said weighed like five pounds, they which have, it did not. But they it was three fifty. All of their sides. Yeah, yeah. They don't do they don't do small, medium, large on their drinks or on their sides, and their burgers are either a third pound or a half pound. So like. It's a it's a lot it, of food. It makes me think of back in the day. I think it was A and W started a third pound burger to compete with um, McDonald's quarter pounder, but the ignorant Americans didn't understand that a third pound was bigger than a quarter, and nobody wanted to buy it because they thought they were getting something smaller. I can't even imagine. Pause for just nonsense. I can't even imagine the level of. Of uh, ignorance that has oh, to go on. into that. Come on, we need that. to be better with fractions, y'all. I mean, that's the basic fractions. I know. Um, but anyway, you guys had a good time, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, great time. Second burger place now that we've hit. Um, I'm that's sure, I'm sure we'll hit December, another one. in December, one in January. I'm sure we'll hit another What's one. What's on the... What else is on the burger agenda? Like, is there another... I have a recommendation for we're you guys. We're guys. We just... We're guys. We go with the I have flower. a recommendation if you... Are so inclined to listen? Sure. Mercury Bar, Corktown, Detroit. Excellent burgers. We'll have to see. We've been going normally for the small places, like the small places in which maybe, maybe if the place is packed, you might pack 30 or 40 people into the place. All right. Well, Mercury Bar is like no Generally like a small location, not like a big restaurant or anything like that. I mean, if we wanted a big restaurant, we could, you know, we, we could hit, you know, any of the big places we could hit the ford grill and stuff like that where they got like 20 different burgers well, to why choose not? From. why are, why are like, you being like because we're trying to get old school type burgers okay that's the whole well, you thing. Gotta go to hunter the house burgers are you feel like you just stepped into the 50s or something and you're getting a small burger like it's I great go there the, the burger spot my father's is never not even exactly that but it's close but anyways uh so yeah no we're guys we'll figure it out uh we go with the flow it's all good okay um we got family coming. We do. Katie and Darren are coming in next weekend. Yep. Shout so out to them. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of family, quick shout out to my cousin Erin. Her birthday's coming up this week. So oh, shout okay. out to Erin. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got family coming in. That'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun family weekend. No no plans or anything other than to hang out. Spl- they'll be staying at our house because my mom's guest room is under construction. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks a lot, Karen. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fine. They're, they're staying with us, which yep. forced me to clean our guest room. Not clean, but, you know, Rebecca was here for Christmas, and I was just so tired. I didn't even change the sheets or the bedding or anything till last week. And I'm like, I, not that I would leave it for months because I'm just not that type of person, but it was good to have a little motivation to get in there and change everything and clean, wash all the sheets and stuff. So yeah. the room is good to go. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. I think that's really the only, like – visitors we clumped it all together december and january and we don't have anybody else coming in or we don't even really have any plans to go anywhere other than paris in april um oh that made it sound like france in the springtime which is gorgeous and that's not it it's tennessee (laughs) um but which is still gorgeous in the springtime compared to the cold of michigan yeah so and we are working on nobody recommended a travel agent so screw all y'all thanks a lot for that and I guess I'm on my own. <laughs> so I did yep. find a couple places, and I am still working on that. Um, so yep. what else is new? What else is going on? Uh, I, got, I got my hair oh, cut yesterday. Oh, you did, yes. 
I'm looking yeah. right at you, and I totally forgot. Yep. Short hair now. It's all, Short hair it's don't all, care. It's all gone. I didn't want to mess with it no more. I told the girls, like, it's got to go, man. I'm tired of messing well, with it. Well, I think your beard looks better with shorter hair. I like you with shorter hair, but I think your beard pops more. Like, your beard's yep. at a good length. Like, it doesn't need to get any longer. Oh, like, it it's will. totally good as it is, it offsetting will. We, the we, head. We cut the top so that we can continue to grow grow the beard at least oh, you use yeah. product because the pictures i've seen of your beard when it's been long before i was like you look unruly that's what i need anybody got any recommendations for beard oil beard balm beard shampoo like a company that does them because the company detroit beard collective is no more unfortunately uh, and and that's the company i've used for the last like four years they're so great too man Shout i love out to i them. love their I'm product sorry that they didn't end up making it. Yeah, and I, I use a, a I use all of their stuff that's like a, a neutral scent, like because my sinuses can't handle most of those type of smells and stuff. So if you know of a good beard product, a good beard company that's a local, like a mom and pop place, give me a shout out, send me a DM, let me know uh, so I can check them out because I'm in the market now to try to find some stuff before I run out. Cool, nice, yeah. Oh, neighborhood watch update. Oh boy, here we go. So, this lady as you all know, watch. Dewalt and Muriel, Miriam, I'm sorry, are like whatever, <laughs> and we think they're the ones that are renting their cars. I'm still not sure how I feel about that. I haven't seen that in like a couple weeks. Their cars are still there. Oh, okay, all right. Nonetheless, if you recall, they got themselves a new baby, and then right after that, they got themselves a puppy. Y'all, I haven't seen the puppy. I saw him take the puppy on like two walks and then the puppy has since never been seen again. Yeah, I don't know. Where's the puppy? What happened? What could have happened? It was legitimately like a fresh out of the oven puppy. So I can't even imagine it could have been like aggressive or anything yet if yeah. that were to happen. Yeah, it was. And a... I'm very curious. If yeah. I see him, I'm going to be like, what happened to your dog? <laughs> you can't see the face that she's given. Mm -hmm. She's given the mean eyes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we... Uh, They're throwing out couches every week. I don't see their dog. They're renting their cars. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I'm not on the neighborhood watch. Yeah, you wouldn't be good. I don't need I don't need you messing up my neighborhood watch. So, um, so we're going to add a new segment. I don't know if it's going to be part of every podcast, because uh, I don't think every week is going to be worthy of this, but... Uh, we're doing. A I'm new surprised because I feel like every day is worthy for you. We get we got a new segment this week, um, and the it and the segment is very simply this: albums that have an anniversary this week, older albums that have an anniversary, mostly older albums. His <clears> calendar, <throat> y'all, is literally filled with these notifications. I love it, man. It's so cool. So this week, three albums that I'll listen to because of anniversaries. Van Halen's 1984, 39 years this week on January 9th. Yep. We're talking Jump, Panama, Hot for Teacher. I mean, come on, man. Like three uh, Van Halen of their biggest hits right there. Um, it's crazy when you look back at albums like that from bands like that, and you're like, wow, those were all on one? Yes. Wow. Yeah. All on one album. That's great. Uh, man, what a great album. So there's that. Uh, Janis Joplin's uh, Pearl. Excellent album. 
January 11th, 1971, 52 years old. As an addition to that, I am currently wearing a Janis Joplin tank top that Stephen got me for Christmas. Yes. So it ties it, not on purpose, y'all. That's just how the universe works with me and Janis. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that is her, that was her final album. Um, And on the, there's like a deluxe legacy edition or something like that that has like a bonus, uh, bonus disc that has a bunch of uh, concert songs from her last two shows that she did mm. in I believe in Montreal and Toronto. I only have it on vinyl. I've only ever listened to it on vinyl. Um man, this is a good album. Cry Baby, Me and Bobby McGee. Shout out to Chris Christopherson, one of the greatest songs, like yeah. one of the greatest songs of our time. Uh Get It While You Can. I mean, this this album is so good. I feel like Get It While You Can is just a life anthem. <laughs> like y'all get it while you can. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um, third album, uh, third and final album on the uh anniversaries this week. I want you guys to take yourselves back to nineteen ninety nine. I want you to take yourself back to January twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. Where were you? What store did you go to to buy Britney Spears' Baby One More Time? Oh, my gosh. You know what's funny? (laughs) I don't know how. My brother had this CD. I had it. I think somebody bought it for him. Somebody bought him like that in Spice World once. It's totally (laughs) random. But I remember my brother having it. I actually just got rid of my Britney Spears CDs when I cleaned out. Because we're moving around the office and the spare bedroom and I cleaned out like any I had like six Britney Spears CDs and I was like, well, they're all on Apple Music. So I got rid of all of them. I just kept random mixed CDs. But yeah, this is uh, 24 years old. I love her album. Um, oh, it's not the Crossroads soundtrack, but like a lot of it's on Crossroads. What is the, the album that has like a pink, blue and yellow butterflies on it? Is that the one that's got toxic on it? No, it's got like I'm. Um, not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> oh, boy. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked it. I can't say that I still like it. I don't know. I'd have to hear it. I remember being mad because I, I got the album, and then she released her music video for her second single, Crazy. And the music video, it was a different recording of Crazy, and it sounded better. Mm. And I remember being mad that that wasn't on the album. I was like, why did you put this other trash on the album if you were going to make like a really good version for a music video? Oh, I guess that album's called Britney. Oh, well, there you go. It's got the that's um, our third. Jo- Joan Jett cover. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think that's I, her third or fourth album. I might album. bust out some Britney this week. Yeah. Get crazy. So that's, that's that segment. That's all we got. Just those three albums. Yeah. 1984, Pearl, Baby One More Time. All hitting anniversaries this week. I good legitimately time. recommend all of them. Yeah. Oh, they're good. Janis oh. Joplin's my girl, so I will always recommend I mean, her. come on. We're in the age of, of 2023, and I think it's still valid to email my heart, which is a Britney Spears title song on that album. How hilarious is wow. that? Email my heart. I, I can't I can't even What are the lyrics for that bad boy? <laughs> Yikes. Uh yeah. I don't even know if she wrote all the songs on that album. I feel like she didn't as a pop star, probably not. So y'all, I gave Steven um a late Christmas gift, which was planning a movie day for yeah. while we were on break. So yeah. last week we talked about a lot of music and the year end stuff. 
Um, and then the day after we recorded, actually, we did a full movie day. Yes. This fool wanted to set an alarm for like 8 a.m. to get up to start movie day. And I was <laughs> like, I will punch you in your head like I did the other night, yeah. apparently. Got to get as much uh, got to get as much movies in as possible, man. Yeah. So one of the big things we watched recently, I believe I have talked about this before and how i like a jason statham movie and that doesn't necessarily mean jason statham's in it it's just what i use to talk about the genre that would be a jason statham movie (laughs) and we've randomly been talking about the expendables yeah and i was like let's watch it this we only watched the third one on movie day prior to that we had watched all three so we over break watched the expendables trilogy they're awesome. Yeah. They're horrible, but they're awesome. They are what they are. Like, suspend reality. Just enjoy seeing all of these action stars who were stars in their own rights in the 80s coming together on screen. Who's going to pop in? Who's he going to get to do it? Yeah. They are just so entertaining. Yeah. You get Sylvester Stallone. Obviously, he wrote and, and produced. He's yeah. He's the main producer. He got for everyone to do them. Jason yeah. Statham is in them. Yep. So it is a true Jason Statham movie. Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, which, if you don't know Randy Couture, he's former UFC champ, heavyweight champ. I don't know, y'all. Something about like old man Dolph Lundgren is kind of attractive. <laughs> Speaking of former heavyweight champs, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eric Roberts, uh, Charisma Carpenter. I mean, it's a testosterone fest. Yeah. They well, don't have have like women in these movies i mean charisma Car- Car- carpenter is the only one in the first two movies that's a woman i think outside yeah, of that she, there's really not she's anybody a crappy woman terry so, cruz terry cruz is great uh his mickey rorick is in the first movie and he did something to his head man yeah. but they're just fun they are enjoyable we watched all three of them and then the fourth one is coming out and i did take a peek at all the names that were going to be in it and i'm like there's one name that I'm like, really, that really. In the in the second movie, they uh, they have Chuck Norris show up, and they've got the old school western music. Yes, like it's so. They great. drop lines. Like there's a scene where like um, uh, what is it? Uh, Bruce Willis and yeah, and Arnold. Arnold says like, "I'll be back." And Bruce is like, you've been back enough time. I'll go. I'll be back. And then he leaves and he's like, yippee ki <laughs> And it's just funny. Like, it's cheesy, but it's funny and entertaining. I enjoyed it. I love a good movie like that. Yeah. yeah. I just do. I like to just, I feel like I am somebody whose mind is always going. I'm always thinking. I'm always planning. I'm always overthinking probably. In these movies, I can just suspend my disbelief i don't really have to pay attention i don't have to like look for some sort of surprise plot twist i don't have to be like ready to be jumping because i'm scared i don't have to have any of that i don't have to have any romance i just have to have people running around shooting guns punching people it's like living um through one of those like destroy rooms or break rooms yeah which we said we wanted to do this year we got to look into that yeah where you go and like break things yeah which sounds like fun yeah uh, so we started our movie day with the third Expendables movie that also uh, had Antonio Banderas, Harrison oh Ford, Wesley Snipes, Mel Gibson, Ronda Rousey. Antonio Banderas was fantastic. Kelsey Grammer. Oh, he was so good, too, and oddly attractive. Like, what is it? These, why are these guys getting distinguished <laughs> and these women are like, plump my, pump my face full of crap? Yeah. 
unless you're Sly Stone, boy, he has messed. He has done some stuff to his face. Now he can't even smile. There, Ooh. I really want to tell you the one person I'm super mad about being in Expendables for, but you don't want to know, so I'm not going to say I'm it. I'm not looking it up. I don't want to know. You are correct. Ugh. Antonio Banderas was great. Very humorous in the movie. Uh, very, very needed for that yeah, cast. Agreed. Um, and uh, uh, Harrison Ford. I mean, Harrison Ford is the coolest man. Yeah. Like. He like his his dialogue in, in the scenes and stuff because he, he has a face to face dialogue with Sly Stone and it's just so cool because well, he looks he, at him at one point and he's like, I don't care, like this is this and it's just it's very Harrison Ford like. Well, you said cool. you sent me some trivia that says Harrison Ford was he sort of replaced Bruce Willis's character because I guess Bruce Willis wanted like 25 grand more or something. And he was already making like a ton of money for like four hours of work. And he wanted more to be in that third movie. And they're like, no. So. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's one of those things. And who knows if it's true, whatever. I don't know, but it was, it's nice to see just the motley crew of, 80s testosterone stars though i could go for some more females in there for this fourth one and not the female that they have chosen uh-oh uh-oh mm-hmm. that's right y'all let's move on before i spoiler um uh, so we went to uh the next movie was world war z yeah um a movie with uh brad pitt uh peter capaldi dave morris Mary- matthew fox um mary alinos uh, Mary Alinos, uh, James Badge Dale, um, which Matthew Fox, I didn't notice he was in the movie. Until he was you, in it? He was in it. You said it. You're like, it's that, that pair jumper. That's, that's he Matthew literally, Fox. Wait, what year was this movie? Uh, this movie was 2013. Is that after Lost? It is. So I don't understand why he was in it because he literally... He had a he was coming out of the helicopter, so he had a mask on. He had glass. He had everything on to where out of the corner of your eye, you're like, I said, oh, is that Matthew Fox? And then they showed him one more time in that same way, but he didn't have a line. He didn't show his face. He didn't anything. And Stephen's like, no, that's not going to be him. He was a bigger actor. He would. So that's weird to me. Yeah, yeah, that was him. It was him. Okay, you never told me that. I'm like, I know that was his eyes. Like I. Yeah, it was it was strange. It was like maybe he was just in the area or something. Maybe, like, hey, you want to be in the movie? His scene got cut. Like, I don't. Who knows? Maybe this movie was filmed a bit before it came out. I have no idea. But I'm like, he coming off a party of five and law. Even coming off a party of five would have gotten you a line in a movie. Yeah. So. But. Yeah, uh, this movie was really good. I, I even love some zombies. I do like zombie movie stuff, um, but these zombies in this movie are literally like zombies on coke. I mean, they are absolutely insane. Like it is crazy. One of the coolest it didn't seem scenes. Any different to me than any other zombies. One Maybe they're the, all on coke. One of the coolest. Most zombie movies, they're slow. They take forever to get to you. And that sort of thing, and it and, and it's a slower paced deal. World War Z is not that at all. World War Z is like zombies that are full on, like crazy, like ready to just like run as fast as they can to tackle you and take you down and and eat I you. I guess they were moving quicker. And they do this scene. They're in a helicopter, and this helicopter spins around this city with a big wall on it, and you can just see the the zombies that are piling up on top of each other to climb the wall. I will never forget that. That is one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I will say I 
don't think zombies are going to happen. <laughs> Let's just agree <laughs> to disagree on that, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> but I will say, having lived through a pandemic, watching movies like this is different. Yeah. Because when you see, like, there was a time when I would watch the movies where they're like, everything is shutting down and people need to stay inside and all this stuff. And I'm like, that is so crazy. Like, I can't imagine that ever happening. And, like, that happened. And so now when you watch these, you can't help but think, well, like, what else is going to happen? What could happen next that's worse? Because if this happens, something worse can happen. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I hadn't seen Brad Pitt really in anything. Um, Deadpool 2, he was in it for five seconds and dies. He has a cameo in The Lost World with... The Lost City. The Lost City. With um, Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock, which is a fantastic cameo. Like, the movie is good, but I would say his cameo makes it even... Like, if the movie wasn't good and it was just his cameo that was good, I'd still recommend watching it. Um, He did... He's done a few movies, but I haven't seen his last couple. I haven't seen... Oh, you've been wanting to watch Bullet Train. We haven't... I do want to That was his last movie, really, that came out that was anything I, like, remembered. So, it was nice to see him. He is still as cute as ever. He had that Ad Astra movie, which I did not see, and he had the movie where he was with, uh, uh, I can't remember the girl's first name, but it's Colliard is her last name. Oh, um, Marianne Cotard? Yeah. Cotard. She was in Big Fish? Yeah, she was in Big Fish and uh, The Dark Knight Rises. But yeah, the two of them are, I don't know if, I don't know if like one of them's like a double, double agent spy or something. Hmm. I, I still like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't care. That was a good movie for me. <laughs> he had his buzzed head, kind of like your head right now. <laughs> nice. Um, the next we movie, had a, quite a variety. The next movie on our list you picked, which was uh, Sing. Animated. Um, is it Disney or Pixar? I don't even know. I think it's DreamWorks. DreamWorks, yes. Maybe. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'm so I so have bad at this. always, I saw the trailer when we were going to movies. I saw the trailer for Sing 2. And I was like, I don't know why. It's uh, Illumination. Mm. I'm like, I don't know why, but I'm feeling this. It's an animated film about, well, Sing is an animated film about this koala bear who owns a theater. And he's always trying to make it big in entertainment as like a producer, as like management of talent and all this stuff. And he always just falls on his butt. And he has a singing competition and all of these like animals come out there's a gorilla that taron edgerton voices there's a pig that renee zellweger voices yeah um there's like all these animals it's you mean little... reese witherspoon i'm sorry yes reese witherspoon i don't know why i said renee zellweger yeah um all these animals come to there's do a like porcupine the singing. porcupine which is scarlett johansson yes she was cute and then uh seth mcfarlane was uh mike what was his mike is a mouse he was mouse. sort of like a frank yeah. sinatra-esque type mouse which is so, perfect for seth mcfarlane so great. but it was just so cute and um it's not streaming anywhere and the movies for like a blu-ray of one of them is like 14.99 and i really wanted to see it and i'm like i'm not spending that what if i don't even like it and at christmas target had regular dvd not blu-ray not anything just dvd sing one and sing two for five dollars and i snatched it up yeah so we haven't watched the second one yet today is my movie pick and it's either gonna be that or a movie called the menu depending on my mood i I can't guarantee what my mood will be yet this evening um the character mina which was the elephant was voiced by tori kelly yeah and also young nana 
was Jennifer Hudson. And Buster, the koala bear, is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, which, I mean, Matthew McConaughey's great. I don't care what anybody says. I will watch him. I'll watch him in anything. Even his rom-coms that he's done, I'll watch any of them with him. Because I think he's fantastic. He's a great actor. I like his more serious stuff, obviously, like True True Detective. He does I True can't Detective. even look at him the same after True Detective. But like he did that movie, what was it, Fool's Gold with him and Kate Hudson. I didn't see that one. Great movie. Like, I but liked they it. also did How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which I did see. Yeah, I, also horrific, but great. I would watch it, though, because it's him. I, he's so, a good actor. Sing is good. I look forward to watching the sequel. Um, so, But we enjoy that. I, I say so far recommending all of our yeah movie day movies the next one was a pick by steven that i had never heard of yeah it it just uh it just started showing up in my stuff that i look at can i caveat for a second originally he wanted to watch the movie the immaculate room yeah when we pressed play it said a chicken soup for the soul production and he goes Eh. oh god nope I was like, nope, gonna hard so pass. I don't even know if it's good or not. He had me into the concept. I thought it looked good, like reading the plot, but he couldn't get past Chicken Soup for the Soul. But Chicken Soup for the Soul is like people sharing like short stories and stuff. So eh. it could. Anyway, I, so Immaculate I, Room got scrapped. I panicked. I was like, and he nope. picked a different movie. I picked a different movie. I don't want to be preached to, so I picked a different movie. It's not religious. Um, but uh, yeah. So we, I picked the Night House, and I am glad I picked the Night House. It was a, gr- I, I liked it. There were parts of it that were interesting, but it was very uh, different. It's got Rebecca Hall. It's a spooky supernatural. Yeah. Um, Sarah Goldberg, which, uh, if you had watched the TV show, Barry, it's the girl who plays his girlfriend. Who's also in, uh, in, in theater with him. And just as a caveat, if you don't watch the show, Barry, you should. Yeah. Barry's funny. Barry's very good. Um, it's got, uh, what is his name? Uh, Vondi Curtis Hall, um, an actor who's, uh, he's older and man, he's more seasoned and been in a lot of stuff, but he was in Daredevil. Um, he played a character in Daredevil that I like absolutely was so excited that he was playing it, which was Ben Urich, which is the newspaper man that follows all the stuff that happens with all the superheroes. And I thought he was great in that. Yeah. But he was really good in this. He's, I don't know. He's just got a, he's got a low timber in his voice. He, mm-hmm. he's not very calming. Yeah. Very calm. Like that's, that's, that's it. Very yeah. calming. Like. Great, great delivery of dialogue. Like so he's, this, he's a good dude. Yeah, I mean, this movie is about Rebecca Hall, who um, her husband dies, and what happens in the house after, and how it's all tied together, and what's real and what's not real. And yeah, it's, I feel like it was okay. It's a bit of a psychological, like, in a way, I, guess, I think it's up to. I think some of it is up to the eye of the beholder on, yeah. on what's real and what's not. And that's what I liked about it. Because yeah. it's almost like sh- Jess saw it one way and I saw it another. I wish I had seen it your way because I would have liked it better. Yeah. But I didn't see it that way. Yeah. It was okay. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. think it's up for interpretation, which is cool because that, you know. And And I will say Rebecca Hall is extremely underrated. She is a great actress. I like, I will, just like Matthew McConaughey, I'll watch anything with Rebecca Hall in it. I like her because she looks like she could just be a friend of mine. Yep. She just looks like a regular, she looks like me up there. Just a regular woman. Yep. And that's nice to see. It's nice to watch a movie and be like, oh, 
I feel like I could know her and she's not full up makeup or Botox or fillers or speaking of regular woman, the next movie we watched, the actress played a regular person. Yes. And I was happy to see that as a regular, regular person. I don't know if she's for what you're referring to. Yes. As a regular person, but this girl was something else. Yeah. Uh, we watched Emily, the criminal with Aubrey Plaza. Um, Aubrey Plaza sometimes is too much. Yes. And in this movie, not at all. She's not her Parks and Rec She's an character. actress. Yeah. She is an actress playing. So, like, most things I feel like you see Aubrey Plaza in, she's like her Parks and Rec character. And even interviews. So that makes me wonder, is that, like, who Aubrey Plaza is? And then when she was cast in Parks and Rec, they played up her actual personality. Chicken and the Egg. I don't know. Yeah. But I will say we saw, and we'll talk about this show more if we haven't, White Lotus Season 2, she's yep. in it. Yep. And I enjoyed her in it because I felt like she was acting. She wasn't just playing herself or the same character she always does. And Emily the Criminal is good. It's kind of gritty. It takes place in L.A. Um, she plays a girl that is sort of down on her luck financially. She has a record and she has student loan debt and she's trying to get on top to get a job that is actually good and to pay off her debt and sort of stumbles into an underworld of sorts. Yeah. Um, but what I like about it when he says a real girl, I feel like she's like, if I feel like if my friend told me this story, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, like I can't believe you did this. I felt like watching your friend make bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned in the night house, that uh, Vondi Curtis Hall played Ben Urich in Daredevil. In Emily the Criminal, Theo Rossi is uh, Yusuf, the main oh, male character in Emily, the, in Emily the Criminal. He is in uh, Luke Cage. Oh, okay. Um, and one of the best parts of Luke Cage. I, I mean, that actor is good. And he is really good. And in this movie, he had hair, which was really strange to see because his hair is really cut short. I recommend Emily the Criminal. Yeah. It's different um, seeing Aubrey Plaza in a different role. Like, I feel like Expendables, there is nothing unique about these movies. They're just fun. Um, World War Z, it's different, but it's still zombie. It's still a, a topic that's covered a lot. Um Sing is what it is. The Night House is a little bit more unique, but it's still that paranormal thing. But I think Emily the Criminal is probably one of the most original stories I've seen in a while. Yeah. And having a female lead. Normally you see movies like this and it's a guy. Yeah. A lot of times. So I liked that. Yeah. And I I like the fact that uh, Ari Plaza proved she can carry a film. Yeah. I liked it. I recommend it. It's good. It's gritty. Um, and, and she's one of the main stars of White Lotus Season 2, which, as she said, we'll talk about uh, yeah. in another podcast. But she's one of the main actresses there. She's earning it right yeah. now, and that's that's cool. Like, it's good to see more young actresses come up and actually star and carry something. And I like the fact she's doing both. She's doing both TV and movies. I think it's funny because we had a conversation earlier this week about the fact that, like, do you remember a time when oh, it yeah. was absolutely like, don't go to TV because your career is over if you go to TV? Yeah. Like, they, it's almost like they thought everything was a soap opera and like yes. the, your career is over, you'll be stuck there forever. Until, like, I remember, I believe it was in 2001 or 2000, 
or 2002. One of those three years, 24 started with Kiefer Sutherland. And him going to TV, not to do a limited series, not like to star in a show with 24 episodes and, oh, guess what? He's doing another season? Wait a second. He's a movie actor. What's he doing coming to TV? Because the thing was, before that, it was George Clooney got off ER and went to movies. Yeah. Like You go that way. You don't go the other way. Uh, you occasionally got Brad Pitt coming into cameo on Friends. That's because he was dating Jennifer Aniston at the time. Yeah. But you don't. You didn't get big time Kiefer Sutherland can, can carry no. any movie that he gets on the movie. He's top billing. He's going to go do TV. For me, it was when people started doing streaming service stuff. So, like, there was a movie on Netflix. I never saw it, but it was called Bright with Will Smith. Yeah. And when Will, when I saw that Will Smith was doing a Netflix movie, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's a big star. However, I feel about him now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he <laughs> is a big star, and he's doing a Netflix movie. And now it's, like, Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu. It's, like, uh, there is no big-name celebrity that wouldn't do – I mean – for heaven's sakes, even just like Grace and Frankie with um, Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen. And like, yeah, they're like huge actors and actresses. And from a generation like generations ago and they're doing like yep. you think you'd see Martin Sheen doing that in that role, no less. Like, so I, it's interesting. Like there isn't such a streamline anymore. And now there's just so many more platforms. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm in the middle of a show called The Night Manager, and it's starring Tom Hiddleston. Everybody knows he's a movie star. Yeah, but he's doing TV. Yeah, like I like it. Um, uh, we mentioned Matthew McConaughey, True Detective season one. Him, him, and Woody Harrelson and Rebecca Hall, the yeah. three of them movie stars, came and did a limited series TV show or a, a anthology yeah. TV show is what it turned into being because it got well, we it got three that, seasons, yeah. but. Like, them coming down to do that, that was a big deal. Well, even Vince Vaughn did that show, Rachel McAdams. Like, those are people that Colin I, Farrell. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I like the fact that that line is a little bit blurred. I yeah. like the fact that big-name movie actors are not afraid to come down and do... It's not even coming down. It's more like come over to do TV. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Shows like White Lotus happen, and you get all these other... You yeah. get all these other stars that come in. I like I those ensembles. I think it ensembles. also gives people, like, if you're, like, a real, like, legitimate actor, actress, you want to work with a lot of different people. You yeah. want to do different genres. And I think having these limited series and I think having these short shows that only have 10 or 11 episodes as opposed to 20, you're able to diversify your career a little bit more and do some more stuff. So that's cool. I mean, our entertainment section will never lack for content. Oh, no, that's... That is absolutely for certain on yeah. that. So um, I believe you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can find us on Tumblr now as well, folks. We uh, set up a Tumblr. Uh, we have a WordPress. Um, you believe correctly. That I, is accurate. I believe correctly. Um, we, uh, I set up a WordPress over the break. Um, it's our basically our front-facing website now, so our, our posts are going to come from there and, and uh, share over to our Facebook and social media. Um, that's why I set up a Tumblr, because I can share to Tumblr. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just trying to spread, spread our podcast social presence and get more out there. Obviously, uh, we're where you can find all podcasts, so like, share 
subscribe, share. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, we we appreciate all you guys. This is a this is a fun thing for us. We have an absolute blast doing this. We laugh doing this. We laugh when we listen to it. It's funny because we'll turn around and listen to this in a few minutes, and I'll laugh at something she said that I laughed at on the podcast. And it's funny to hear myself That's laugh twice. That's just a twice. testament to my hilarity, too. So, <laughs> you're welcome, y'all. On that note. I believe that's all we can say this week. Bye, y'all. Bye.